Hey guys, it's me, Jordan, and I'm here to talk to you about discernment. Over the course of this school year, I've been challenged spiritually, and I never realized until now how truly important it is what we allow into our lives. From what I've learned this year, your walk with God should be personal, between you and God, and God should be your main priority. Everything you do should honor Him. Now, I'll be honest, I have a hard time with that. I love movies, especially a good comedy, and if you get to know me, you can agree with me when I say I like to crack a few jokes on my own now and then too. I enjoy laughing, and I enjoy making other people laugh, even if it means sometimes saying something that maybe I shouldn't have said. Just as long as it's funny, it doesn't matter, right? Or at least that's what I thought until now. This past unit in Bible has been on discernment, and it's a tough one. Telling the difference between the truth and lies can be hard, but to me, it's harder to accept the difference. Sometimes I find myself believing a lie that I don't want to give up even when I know it's wrong. For the past three weeks, I've challenged myself to put God first in my life. Everything I do, I try to ask myself, is this what God wants me to do? And to be honest, I felt like I was doing pretty good. I've always thought I'm a pretty good person. I don't tell lies. I mean, I'm pretty nice and all. After some prayer and deep thinking, I realized, hey, that joke I just said, not so sure it was as funny as I think. It could have hurt someone's feelings, or maybe it was a little bit crude. In this case, the truth hurt, and I had to face the fact that maybe I should be more careful about what I say and do. Now, let me ask you a question. If the jokes were so bad, then why didn't I notice it first? Here's the answer. Conditioning. I allowed myself to gradually get used to things that were wrong. As Christians, we need to be critical consumers. Now, you might be saying, what in the world is a critical consumer? If so, don't feel bad. I had the same question the first time I heard the term critical consumer. A critical consumer is someone who is careful about what they allow into their lives and hearts. In Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7, it says that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. We need to be careful about the things we allow ourselves to think about and do in our spare time. You may think that it doesn't matter as much what you think than what you do, but truth is, thoughts lead to choices. They may be subtle choices, and you may not even notice them sneaking themselves in. That's because of conditioning. Satan rarely tells outright lies. He's smarter than that. He knows that outright lies are too easy to spot. His deceptions are more subtle, like tricking and faking. The greatest deception is the one closest to the truth. Why does Satan tell lies? Well, let's put it this way. Satan knows he is lost, and his objective is to take down with him as many as he can. When we believe the deceptions Lucifer offers us, we will perish. It is an eternal life and death matter, and nobody wants to die. So why don't we notice? The answer is once again conditioning. When we are conditioned, we don't see things as they really are. Conditioning makes things seem normal over time, even though they may be bizarre or wrong. If we allow even a small portion of our lives to fall short and not glorify God, Satan will take advantage of it. If we let our guard down, Satan is able to sneak lies into our hearts. Those lies can develop into suspicions that slowly draw us away from God. When we allow things to become normalized in our mind, we are not actively involving our judgment or applying God's truth to the particular issue or situation. We need to look carefully at everything because many things look genuine and good, but we need to examine them carefully and uncover any deception that lies beneath the veneer. What's veneer? Veneer is fake wood made out of sawdust glued together. It may seem like a good deal. It looks good and it's not that expensive, but it falls apart easy and it isn't quality. Satan makes his own veneer. It looks like the real thing, but it's just a fake. Satan is going all in to rob Jesus of the people whom he paid such a high price for. When we lose sight of the truth, it is a slow fade. It doesn't just happen in a day. Just like Satan doesn't suddenly take over your life in a day, you can't suddenly be amazing at judging what goes into your mind. 
Studies show that it takes approximately three weeks to form a new habit. Forming a new habit takes time and self-discipline, and everyone has a slightly different experience. Not everyone has the same problems or challenges that they face, but we can all take the same steps towards having better judgment. The first step is noticing. Just like I notice that the jokes I say aren't exactly the cleanest or the kindest, the first thing you should do to achieve the goal of discerning in your life is to notice where you fall short. Ask yourself this question. Is there anything in my life that is pulling me away from a closer walk with God? It is likely that all of us can find at least one fault in our lives. Nobody's perfect. After you've noticed what you need to change, you can move on to the second step, questioning. If we want to ensure that we are not duped by the devil, we need to question the things that surround us in our culture and apply God's truth as we look beneath the mask in order to critically assess what we see. Asking yourself probing questions to challenge your thinking on these issues is helpful. The word probing means physically exploring or examining. When you start the second step, you may not know exactly what type of questions to ask yourself. It may take some time. When you've asked yourself questions, it can sometimes cause a chain effect. Questions can cause you to have more questions. Some questions can be stressing, but don't worry, that's a good thing. Now that you have questions, use your Bible to help answer these questions. Everything needs to be judged against the Bible's truth. Find scripture that touches your heart and apply the scripture passages as criteria to apply to your life. The next step is the hardest step, choosing. You need to make a choice based on scripture passages and biblical principles. It's all up to you. And last but not least, reflect. Honestly reflect on the decisions you make. Once you've done this, you may think that you're done, but truth is you're never done discerning. You may have discerned in your life, but what about the world around you? You're, li you're living a better life, but the people around you are the same. Why not help them? It's good to help others in their walk with Christ, but we need to be careful that we are not judging them. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 1, it says, Judge not, lest ye be judged. Warning others can be helpful, but judging others can be hurtful. When you judge someone, you are telling them what is good or bad for them. You aren't letting them think for themselves. The Bible teaches us not to judge people, but to judge issues so that we are not deceived. To help us not be deceived, we need a leader. Jesus is the good shepherd. Who hasn't heard that? That sentence has deeper meaning than you think. Most people think, oh, yeah, Jesus is a shepherd because he takes care of us. Let's take a minute to think about sheep, though. Sheep are kind of dumb animals. No sheep has ever been trained to do anything special. All they do is rely on the shepherd to take care of them. Now, why would God refer to humans as sheep and Jesus as the shepherd? Are we really that dumb? Well, to be honest, people are followers, just like sheep. We would rather go with the flow than stick out. Why? Because we don't want to be embarrassed. We need a shepherd to lead us, and that shepherd is Jesus. But life as a sheep isn't just fun and games. We need to look out for a wolf dressed in sheep's clothing, a.k.a. Satan. Satan.